the solemnity of the Assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary that we celebrate today, that Mary was bodily assumed into heaven, is a mystery within a mystery within a mystery. Well, this morning, that certainly is a lot of mystery for us to consider. As Father Pete has preached on several occasions, we are not comfortable with mystery. In our fallen nature, we are frightened by mystery. We want to control it, define it, tame it, and manage it. And this Sunday, we have three mysteries that we will be tempted to control and otherwise manage. Those three mysteries are Mary's assumption into heaven, the immaculate conception of Mary, and the incarnation where the Son of God becomes man, the Son of Mary. This is why I said that the mystery we celebrate today, Mary's assumption, is a mystery within another mystery, Mary's immaculate conception. And both of these mysteries are within the mystery of the incarnation. All three mysteries are inextricably united in the person of Christ and the person of Mary. Only when we look at the mystery of the assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary and the mystery of Mary's Immaculate Conception through the lens of the mystery of the Incarnation can we begin to understand these mysteries as life-giving, which draw us closer to Jesus. Pope Benedict XVI said the following concerning the Incarnation, that God becomes small, he becomes man, he accepts thereby the limitations of human conception and childbirth. He has a mother and is truly woven into the tapestry of human history, so that in fact a woman is able to say to him, who is her child, a human child, the Lord of the world is within you. In Christ we see ever more keenly that God does not come among us without becoming truly woven into the tapestry of our human history. And so this goes to the heart of the understanding of Mary's role in these mysteries. Yes, to understand the mystery, not to control it or tame it. We begin to understand that only Mary, who was born without stain of original sin, the Immaculate Conception, could give birth to Christ, who is fully God and fully human. And because she does not suffer from the effects of sin, which are death and decay, the corruption of the body, it is fitting that she, like her son, would not experience bodily corruption. The church teaches authoritatively that Mary did not have to wait until the end of time for the redemption of her body, which leads us to the mystery of the Assumption of Mary. In 1950, Pope Pius XII defined in a dogmatic and infallible way the mystery of the Assumption. The Pope stated it this way, the Immaculate Mother of God, the ever-Virgin Mary, having completed the course of her earthly life, was assumed body and soul into heavenly glory. For some, especially our Protestant brothers and sisters, finding the mystery of the Assumption of Mary is difficult to accept. In an interview years ago, Pope Benedict XVI, then Joseph Cardinal Ratzinger, mentioned that the mystery of the Assumption was especially difficult for all of us because we cannot imagine heaven. He went on to say that still less can we imagine some kind of body being located there. Seen in this way, the mystery poses a challenge to our understanding of what is meant by heaven, by body, to our understanding of man and of his future. As the interview continued, Cardinal Ratzinger responded that St. Paul's theology of baptism helps with the difficulty imagining heaven and some kind of body being there. 
He quotes Ephesians 2.6, where St. Paul says, God has raised us up with Jesus, and in Christ Jesus he has enthroned us with him in the heavenly realm. That is to say, as baptized believers, our future is in a sense already arranged. The mystery of the assumption says, then, that in Mary's case, what baptism ensures for all of us, that is to say, dwelling enthroned with God in heaven, has already been put into effect for Mary. With us in our baptism, we are united with Christ, but not in the way that Mary has in her assumption. She has entered into full community with Christ, and part of that community is another bodily identity, which we cannot imagine. Cardinal Ratzinger concludes that the essential point of this mystery is that Mary is completely with God, entirely with Christ. And if we think about it, the essential point of the Christian life is to be completely open to God and live entirely for Christ. Mary is our model in this life so that we may be completely open to God and his word. In the New Testament, Mary was the first to hear God's word and accept it at the Annunciation. In today's gospel, she responds to God's word promptly by going in haste to help her cousin Elizabeth. And after greeting Elizabeth, Mary proclaims the greatness of the Lord and describes herself as his lowly servant. Also in the New Testament, we have a clear picture of Mary as the first disciple of Christ who hears the word of God and keeps it in her heart. May the mystery we call the Assumption of Mary, along with her intercession, raise us up to Christ. And may our belief in, body, in Mary's bodily assumption into heaven make our belief in our own resurrection at the end of time stronger and firmer. As a reflection, as a meditation, I will close with the opening lines to the simple yet profound devotional hymn, Mary the Dawn. Mary the dawn, Christ the perfect day. Mary the gate, Christ the heavenly way. Mary the dawn, Christ the perfect day. Mary the gate, Christ the heavenly way.